Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hi. Hello. From back. From outer space. Something about the sad look upon your face. But you haven't got a sad look upon your face because in today's episode, we are going to be talking to these guys about fitness goals. What is that? So, was that a song? Oh, so you're back. From outer space, yeah. I just come out of and look up on your face. I should have changed your stupid luck. I should have got another key. But when something you're back to bother me, yeah. it's from Shrek, isn't it? Uh, well, I uh, wouldn't. That was. <laughs> on, I mean, isn't it Gloria Gaynor? <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, but yeah, but after that, that got very off track. There's absolutely what? nothing to the fitness goals. Fitness goals. We've given it away, guys. This episode is all about fitness. We're going to give you a little quick summary before we dive into it in true podcast goals season two style. Ooh. Today we're going to be talking to Corey, aka Bit Beefy of Don't you, Trap Mafia. Don't you what? Don't you want me, baby? Don't you? No, so I was bad. Say, no, no, no. I was going to say, don't you just love the fact that he's called Bit Beefy? So we talked to him about food and how it can be used to help you run seamless link. We talked about how we can be part of the hashtag FitFam because that seems to be trending an awful lot. And we found out I can't. And we also talked to him about his journey of how he went from not running or exercising at all to running. London Marathon and how he's inspired so many people to actually get moving with Trap Mafia. So yeah, keep listening for this episode that's about to play very, 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 very imminently. Yeah, you know what you should also listen out for? There was a moment during this conversation where I went to have a sip of my beer and uh, there was nothing left, so listen to the whole thing. See I'd say can... that's the best moment of the episode. See if you can spot it. Have a listen. Here, with us right now. Speak, you look desperate to talk. What's your first line going to be? Go. Hiya. <laughs> Say hey. Hey. Hello. Hi, good to see you. How are you doing? I'm great. And you? Yeah, we are very well. Um, it's hilarious because we're actually here today to talk to you about fitness goals. And so we decided we should get in beer and Doritos. <laughs> Fantastic. You know I love beer, you know I love Doritos, that's why a lot of us work out Match. to burn calories. Match yeah. in heaven. Everything balanced. <laughs> that's what we like, balance. Yeah, we put an orange in the beer though, so... That's one of your five a day, mate. That's exactly what I was going to say. The beer's the second of your five a day, yeah. done, fixed. Yeah, we'll not talk about the fact that there's probably 80% of the orange sat on the counter, but never mind. <laughs> Let's not talk about that. No. But anyway, yeah, fitness goals. So we have lovely Corey with us here today, who's going to be talking to us about him, about a little bit about sport, about running, about sport. how unfit we you, are. I don't think I've ever heard you say the word sport. I say it all the time when I do sport, mate. Sure, yeah. 
Perfect. Um, so for everybody listening, I want you to do like an elevator pitch. Who are you? What do you do? Um, my name is Corey Wharton Malcolm III, a.k.a. Beef, a.k.a. Bit Beefy. I am a brand consultant, a coach, photographer, writer, and general fun go-getter. Also a, uh, how can I refer to this? A fitness concierge. That is the best intro I've ever heard, ever. Who the fuck are we? (laughs) I think maybe we just end the podcast here. So thank you for listening. You're motivated to go out and get running. That's amazing. Is that your full name? I mean, as well as the intro, is that your full name? Full name is Corey Anthony Watermalk. I'm obviously not the third, but I kind of knocked the third around because it just sounds really cool. Sounds important. That's a fit name. That's fitness goals in itself. Fitness goals. Name goals. Yeah, okay, that's a longer title. It's no goal there. Okay, great, perfect. <laughs> so that's so cool. So you do um, a bit of everything. You do photography, mm-hmm. you do brand consultancy. How did you get into this world that we call fitness? So I kind of fell into it accidentally, like most things in my life. Um, probably around 2007, 2008, I was really, really fat. I went to go and see a friend run the London Marathon. I watched them run the London Marathon. I keep saying London. <laughs> I went to go and see them watch London. the London <laughs> Marathon. Um, I got inspired and I said, you know what, I'm going to run the London Marathon and all of my friends laughed. So I ran it the following year and then, so first one I did was London, then I did New York Marathon and basically slowly but surely I did more runs, lost a little bit of weight. My awesome ex-boss, aka Huge, he paid for me to do my running qualifications and then I became a running coach Um, and then I did some fitness stuff and the more I ran, the more excited I got about running and then just kind of sat down one day, made this incredibly long list about stuff that I love loved, stuff that I didn't like, stuff I was good at, stuff I was terrible at, and then said, right, let's try and make a job out of all of this. And yeah, you it happened. You're just goals. You're not even fitness goals. You're <laughs> just goals. Wow. I know, I'm not staring at you in a weird way. I'm so sorry. Um, <laughs> you're so right though. I um, have been to the London Marathon twice and it is phenomenal how inspiring it is just watching it. It's, it's amazing. You can go and, and just be stood there with a pint and a Pack of Doritos. As we were. And you yeah. do, you want to run it. So that's so cool that you actually did do it. Well done. It's kind of the only time that anywhere in the world, strangers come out to cheer on complete strangers. Mm, and yeah. I, before, what's really weird is I've lived in London my entire life and it took me 20 odd years to get out of my house and just go and watch that awesomeness. Yeah. So from the people who are finishing in two hours to the people who are finishing in seven, seven and a half, eight hours who are doing it for someone that's near and dear to them. I think it's awesome. Yeah, it's so cool. I, wherever I go and watch, I'm always like so proud and invested in everyone I see. Mm. I'm just like, I feel like if I'm not like screaming, it's equally loudly for everyone I see, it fails. Yeah. And just as a spectator. When, um, when they're struggling, but they have the name on the top, and you're like, come on, Tom, you can do this! I, Barbara, I, run! Run! Dave, yeah. do it! Don't stop to hug your wife, you'll see her afterwards! Keep going! I, love, I lost my voice when I went to the marathon. I can see why! So good! Yeah, very into it. Yeah. So would you ever run the marathon, ladies? A hundred percent. I think I would. I would love to run the marathon. Yeah. I, I just, I've had a few friends who've done either marathons or half marathons, and the only thing that really really I think I would struggle with is you have to adapt your entire life a little bit yes. don't you because you have to change how you eat you have to mm. really train so much in the build-up to it and I think oh that'd be hard it'd be that? tricky this is interesting actually because we're, we're talking about this and like how you get into 
doing a marathon and probably mm. for our listeners there'll be a lot of people who are considering like getting out there and like getting and do something how did you go about like from like standing start like nothing to running the marathon um from standing start it was a long drawn out originally uneducated experiment shall we say mm-hmm. so i did when i speak to clients or people or friends nowadays i say to them i did the typical thing which is i read half the book as opposed mm-hmm. to all of it so all i read is that you're supposed to carbo load so i was like okay cool if i'm going to run to the bottom of the road I need to eat a giant bowl of pasta because I need to fuel my body so that's what I did and I ended up putting on even more weight so to answer your question I just started off really really slowly and really really small and instead of I guess looking for inspiration from my friends who kind of wanted me to fail in the very beginning because they're like they're like look at this fat bloke look at him trying to run hey go on that changed a little bit. And all I did was I used to go out of my front door and just try and run to the bottom of the road. And then after I got to the bottom of the road, I was like, okay, can I make it down to the bottom of the other road? Create a little L. Then it was like, okay, I'm gonna go for three roads. And then it was like, awesome, I can run now my whole block. And then it was move on to another block. And that's literally how I built stuff up. And I used to pick things out and to be honest, Still today, I pick things out. It's like, can I get to that bench? Can I get to that bush? Can I get to that person? Can I get to that mm-hmm. bus? And you talk yourself through so many different things and you just end up finishing and smiling. Nice. Mine would be like, can I get to that Nando's? Just simple stuff like that. As in, when I did my first long run, I mapped my long run out so that I would run to food because, I, well, food still to this day excites me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it's... Can I run and get this nice cup of coffee? Can I run and go and get this food? And then when it comes down to your long runs, even when you're doing stuff um, like really far out, ask friends to come and meet you. If you've got to do a a 10K run or a 10 mile run, and you're like, right, how can I reward myself? Find yourself a nice restaurant, get your girlfriend, boyfriend, friend, whoever, to meet you with a bag of warm, dry clothes and your credit card or your cash card and just eat. I really like running. And when I'm running and doing it, I enjoy it. But it's the thought, I hate the thought of it. Just it puts me off so much. So what are you thinking about that hates you? Basically, the thought of going for a run is always worse than going for a run. Yeah. But the thoughts always outweigh the going for a run part. So more often than not, I actually don't go for a run. But yes, how can we fix that? So may I ask you this question? Yeah. Going to get a little bit weird, but I'm going to ask the question. When you think about running, what do you think about? As in, so what is the dread or that feeling of, eh, don't fancy that. What's that feeling? What are you thinking about? Just being too, just being incredibly unfit and feeling sick and stomach cramps and like, what's it called? Stitch, getting a stitch. So let me ask you this question. Before the stitch or that feeling of uh, discomfort sets in, how long have you been exercising or running for? As in in a longer period of time or like on that day? As in, so on whatever day, as okay. in, so if you were to go out for a run, if, you, if me and you went out for a run now, mm. how long would it be, in all seriousness, before you're like, ah, stitch or ah, well, I, I'm really, not comfortable? Really, depends so yesterday so some there'll be days where and i think it's connected to what i eat sometimes which you'll probably bingo um <laughs> hit the nail <laughs> so yesterday when i went for a run i was like oh, no, but i really wanted to do it i felt like i needed to like you mm-hmm. say for my mind and the week that i'd had i really wanted to go for a run mm-hmm. and for the first like five minutes oh, i was like this is not good but there was a girl in front of me and she ran past me and she had these really sparkly fabulous leggings on and i was like oh oh this person sounds she, fabulous 
is. She looks good. And she's running faster than me. That was me. I will Thanks. not be beaten. <laughs> so I, I used her as my, as my target. And I just kept running and I followed her. And after that, I got past those first, like, I'd say four or five minutes of pain. I ran the whole way. That was the best run I'd ever had. I'm proud Thanks of you, mate. To so legging women. what got you into that headspace? The distraction or the actual leggings? I think it was a little bit of, a little bit of <laughs> actual leggings is the best sentence I've heard. Do you know what else I've never done right? So I love exercising with music, but I've yet to buy a pair of good earphones that stay in when I run. Hmm. So when I run at the moment, I just don't have anything on. So the distraction was ideal because it, it took the... Yeah, so you, away. unbeknown to yourself, you have just answered all of your own questions. As in, say, in order for you to have a more enjoyable run... In the initial stages, you need more distractions. So either get the headphones that you need or hire someone to run in really snazzy um, leggings. I'll do that. I knew I was finished. I balls. love leggings. I knew. We <laughs> I can, can wrap that. this the whole thing up because it it's turns out that. Finish, we're yeah. <laughs> I am the fitness Pop your leggings on, off we go yeah. to Nando's. I yeah. do like a class though. A class is good as well because you don't want to stop in a class because yeah. there's other people doing it with you and you don't want to be that one person that's like, oh, I can't do it. And when last did you do a class? When did you do it? Oh, um... Why haven't you been to I my class? To, I was about to say, because Corey does classes. Yeah, I, know, I teach. I would love to I do know. stuff. I can do the things. <laughs> because Amy didn't tell me you had That's class. A I didn't pass on the invite, I'm sorry. So well, I am done. inviting both of you. Ah. We're going to um, come. You know what? Why, we'll come do it and we'll put on our podcast Instagram a story of us at your class. Oh, please do. Yeah. Can I say what my class is? Yeah, absolutely. Thank Tell you. Um, so I teach at Ministry Does Fitness. Um, that's on a Wednesday. That is Endurance. It is a seven-station circuit class with awesome lighting and amazing sound system, and I just play banging beats. Banging sound but system. You, yeah. But you're right, because <laughs> the last... It was a boot camp style class that I went to. Which I'm one? Gonna, I'm going to paint you a little picture. This is my local leisure centre. But... Um, <laughs> The guy who leisure. <laughs> a little bit of leisure on a Tuesday night, my friends. That's Lovely. what I'm about. So the guy who took it, I could probably paint his entire persona having just seen him for an hour of a class. Okay. He does his class to uh, Capital FM. Oh my God, no, he doesn't. Oh, yeah, no. he does, yeah, he does. Don't then, expose him or the class. Yeah, <laughs> mention no names. I'm not, names. I'm not. Campbell Legends has work. Um, <laughs> he has guns tattooed on his gun. He hasn't. No, he doesn't. I, he does, he Where does. is he? Find this person. Oh, yeah. he's, a, he's our next guest. Here he is Brilliant. today. Here he's he is in the bedshed. <laughs> the hilarity of that class. He's been back often, I love it. Because he's got Capital FM on, he's got his guns on his guns. You joke about he's, it, but you're into the guns, mate. I've joked about it so much because every time I go back I get a little bit more of him like the other week a little bit more, little of, his bit guns. more of him the other week he mentioned that he um, obviously could have guessed it was a party rep in Ibiza one year of course and he I was. thought you're the kind of guy that gets fit so that you can get taps off when you go to Magaluf in the summer so you can get what sorry yeah no you're right that's a Scottish thing I think you need to explain just that just take top off and you've got six ah, that was much okay. easier but he will tan the beers on holiday he's not that into his fitness whereas you my friend seem like you're I am actually into my fitness all the time, but I am also an incredibly big believer in balance. Uh, So as far as I'm concerned, if you want to go out and have a couple of beers or if you want to eat whatever your vice is. I do. I want to do that. Do whatever you want. Because it's all about maintaining balance. Because what's the point of doing something that's good for you if it's genuinely making you unhappy? A lot of people <laughs> come January, they're like, oh, I, I have fitness goals. I want to do this. I want to do that. Mm-hmm. I know what I'm going to do. I'm going to stop everything. 
stop caffeine, stop sugar, stop smoking, stop eating fatty foods, and then they become complete and utter not very nice people. Oh, no. It's too much, isn't it? And then you've become that not very nice person because, yeah, you want to get fitter or you want to lose some weight or whatever, but you're now making yourself unhappy, which then has a knock-on effect on all of this fitnessy stuff. So you're now begrudging lifting these weights or going for that run when why not do something manageable which is instead of eating a grab bag of fruit pastels Mm -hmm. every day just have a pack this is such good advice (laughs) i'm living my best life right now (laughs) instead of drinking tons of cans of coke grab yourself a sparkling bottle of water squeeze some lemon in maybe a little bit of cordial Bob's your uncle. Delightful. Love it. Yeah. Hashtag clean eating. I, that. I feel like we're getting the glow just talking about <laughs> it. Well, speaking of hashtags, that's something we should talk about. Seamless link. Insta. <laughs> Seamless link. Seamless link. I needed like a music jingle See here. what you did there. Thanks. Thanks. I've been practicing. Um, no, there's loads on Insta. So obviously like you see lots about hashtag like fit fam and yeah. fitspo. Fit. Insta-fit, right? Mm. Like, what is the fit fam? Who are this fam? We're Where in, are they? We're not in that family. I'm not in the family. So basically, fit fam is just anyone and everyone that participates in anything that gets your blood pumping. Okay. So I have a question for you because you've got quite a big following on social media. Your Instagram following is, I would say, pretty amazing. Because he's got, he's got mega content. I like it. He's in the family, isn't he's he? Family. <laughs> Thank you. What was the turning point? So so I, I'm fascinated by the fact that, okay, so you get into running and you do it and you, you send it to the marathon and everything else. At what point did that become a career for you? Because you, you do an awful lot. I mean, I don't know if you want, um, to, want to talk about the work that you do with like yeah. Nike and everything with that and the app. But So what kind of happened was I was doing quite a few bits on the side, as it were. So originally I worked for Westminster City Council in sports development, and I worked with at-risk young people between the ages of 8 to 13, 13 to 15, 15 to 18, 18 to 21, then 21 to 25. I then moved on to something different, so we worked with uh, over 50s, then we worked with uh, young women and girls, then it was people with disabilities, and then after that, it was, okay, we'd like you to manage some of these areas as opposed to being out there on the ground. And then, no disrespect for all of the stuff that I did before, but I got into stuff because I want to be on the ground. I want to be in the trenches. I want to be doing stuff. So in essence, when I moved on to that kind of overlooking stuff, I got a little bit bored and I just wanted to to do more on the ground, consumer facing stuff. Um, so I started working for an organization called Good Gym. Have you heard of Good Gym? Yes, they're very good. Yes, uh-huh. <laughs> they're very good. <laughs> I joined the very, very good gym um, with Ivo and I basically managed the Westminster one and the Hackney one for a little while and that kind of got me more into the running world. Um, I then did some stuff with a guy called Charlie Dark. I joined Run Them Crew and then me and a young lady called Ellie Wood, we set up RDC West and that was kind of my, I guess, in into urban running. I was running for Dulwich Runners so I was kind of getting my mainstream running stuff from there. So I had loads and loads of different influences and I saw lots of other people just kind of not making it up as they went along, but making it up as they went along. You kind of see them and you'd be like, oh, what are you doing today? I'm like, I'll probably just be at home. And be like, okay, what are you doing tomorrow? I'm going to Vegas. Oh, okay, how? Hi, it's just work. And I'm like, well, how, how, how do you, because I'm from a different world where you work from nine to five, Mm -hmm. you get paid and then you have a holiday or whatever. That's the world that I'm from. So meeting all of these creatives and I guess really, really positive people that have 
cut out their own way of life. I'm mm-hmm. like, I, I want a piece of that. Mm-hmm. So basically one day I was doing plyometrics at the track. I tore my meniscus, found out that I would need to have an operation. I pushed knee surgery back nine months, basically cycled everywhere, grew quads like the Hulk, and <laughs> oh then God. had the operation. And it was the first time that I was sat still probably since I was about eight or nine. And for those three months, I was like, can't do this anymore. Yeah, this is... It's not what I think I need to be doing. Mm -hmm. So I basically had loads and loads of conversations with loads and loads of people who were working in a space that I was interested in working in. And they gave me loads and loads of advice. And the best piece of advice that I got was from my dear friend Chop, who runs a creative agency called Rosie Lee. And I just said to him, what sort of thing do you think I should do? And he basically said to me, what is here is what you would like to be and you can set yourself up as this person but then when you turn up you're not the person that you want to be so until you merge these two people nothing's really going to happen so you basically need to merge the persona that you want to be Mm -hmm. with the person that you are so over the past four or five years I've kind of merged the person that I am in my head Mm -hmm. with the person that is presented to people when I arrive and that's the best piece of advice that I've ever had and then basically I went back to my desk and I was at my desk for maybe two or three days and I was like, yeah, I can't do this. <laughs> like, so no, yeah. I literally wrote out my resignation and oh. spoke to my boss and I said, I'm really sorry, but I can't do this anymore. And he said, what are you going to do? And I was like, I literally shrugged my shoulder and yeah, I was like, right. I'm not sure. And then that's when conversations started to happen yeah. with Nike. So I became a Nike running club coach. So I started doing stuff for the UK. I guess a few people realised that I wasn't a one-trick pony. And that's kind of what's happened. The more people ask of you, the more you give. And then the more they realise that you can kind of do one what you said you could do. Mm-hmm. And there's a lot that you haven't told them that you can do you can do. Um, and then slowly but surely it's just built and built and built and now I'm in a nice happy place running uh, Track Mafia doing stuff for Nike and a few other brands it's fun you make me want to run <laughs> you make me want to run <laughs> it's all I need yeah. to do it's just fun yeah it's and, cool. but it's it hurts at the same time. Like mm-hmm. it's painful. It's unpleasant because lots of people don't like talking about that mm-hmm. stuff. But you don't get to that beautiful moment at the end where you get the endorphins and mm-hmm. the happiness and the joy unless you push through a little bit of discomfort or unpleasantness. I wouldn't say pain. It's mm-hmm. more. This is just not a nice feeling. This is not what I'm here for. But break through that, and it's amazing. Yeah, it's cool. You say that actually. One thing that I find like running when I do run kind of interesting for is that it's. It's terrifying and it's great at the same time because like you're just with your thoughts. Mm-hmm. And for me, I find it's like it's quite a good place to just work through stuff that you're going on in your head that you didn't even know you were thinking about until you get out there. Like mm-hmm. I think that's mm-hmm. um, that's also like what I think is kind of a good motivator to get people um, moving. Yeah. But mental. a lot of people are scared of that. Mm. Like loads of people are scared of that. Like in the when I first started running, the stuff that used to go through my head, I'd be on runs and I'd literally be crying. And you don't really know what you're crying about, and no one really wants to talk about that. Mm. Especially um, in this day and age, a lot of males, a lot of men's won't just sit there and be like, "Yeah, yeah I cried." Mm. But as far as I'm concerned, that really helped the process. So I went through a lot of stuff that you didn't realize that you went through. But then mm. when you go out there, as you said, you're mm. running by yourself. And you're like, What's that? Get out of my head. 
So I used to try and not block it out with music, but try and block it out with stuff. And I remember years and years and years ago, weirdly enough, me and my old boss, Eugene, we were at an event and I think it was, they were, it was something to do with the Olympics coming to London. Mm-hmm. And it was Sally Gunnell. And all I said to her was like, oh, I've just started running. What's your advice? And she was like, do you listen to music? I was like, yeah. She was like, get rid of it. Really? And that was the last time I listened to music. God, because good job I can't afford the headphones all yeah. <laughs> yeah, leave them. You don't need them, mate. Be an athlete. <laughs> As in, so I'd suggest that people listen to music after. But in the beginning, I know this is going to sound like I'm contradicting what I said before. If you want to go for a run and the only way to get you out for that run is to listen to music, buy those headphones, stick them in your ear, go for a run. But the only problem with listening to music when you run is unless you match that tempo perfectly to the way that you run, you're going to be chasing the beat as opposed to chasing your heart, chasing your lungs. Mm-hmm. And the great thing about it is, is when you don't listen to music, you can hear your body, you can hear your breathing, you can hear your footsteps, you can hear your struggle and realize I should slow down. Because mm. what a lot of people do when they first start running is they believe that immediately sprint straight out the door, 100 meters down the road, and you're like, <gasps> when all you had to do, start off a little bit slower. Mm. Yeah. Just listen to Sail Away by Enya. You yeah. get slow tempo no, immediately. That's cool. Yeah. That's so interesting. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. I'm really interested to know what you think about this whole culture of social media and the images that are so put in everyone's faces. So these reality stars that pose with like, you know, their protein. Oh, sorry, oh, that's me. I'll take them off Insta. <laughs> I'm sick of you. Doing you, it. I knew you hated them. She posts them. them and then have to delete them. It's so annoying. But there is so much pressure mm-hmm. and there's so much fake images and everything mm-hmm. out there and people posting their workout videos in the gym and everything like that. I don't really know what my question is, but essentially, what do you think about all, all the culture um, that's coming from fitness? I think there are loads of different angles to to look at. I guess the statement or the question, and that is, I think a lot of the stuff on the internet is or on Instagram is inspirational to Mm. some people and I think to some people it is detrimental whereby I guess someone such as myself if I see someone doing this huge box jump 
I'm one one of three things is going to go through my head. I'm either going to be like, I'm never going to be able to do that, and mm-hmm. I'm cool with that. I'm going to be, wow, that's awesome. Look at him or her go. Or I'm going to challenge myself, and I'm going to be like, wow, I reckon I can do that with a little bit of work. Jumping a box. Yeah, a box jump. Jumping on a cardboard box. Just a box jump. Image in my head. I was like, I mean, if jumping a box works for you, mate. I was like, great. I love it. I love it. But at no point. In my head, does that image have a negative impact on me? Mm-hmm. At no point. Unless this dude has 0% body fat and a 10-pack. It's not even a negative impact. It's mm-hmm. more, I then think to myself, I'm never going to have a body like that. Mm-hmm. And then the other little person in my head kicks in and be like, because that person has worked fluffing hard that person has not eaten that person has not done this that person has not done that and I personally as an individual I'm not willing to put myself through that mm-hmm. so I'll never look like that mm. and then I'm yeah. I'm good but some people look at it and be like oh my god I have to look like that and yeah. are pressured into it so my question I guess I'm going to ask back is if that's negatively impacting someone, mm-hmm. why are we looking at it? And if it's forced down your throat, mm-hmm. why are we following that mm-hmm. person? Mm-hmm. Because you do get advertisements, but those advertisements, those algorithms, those are based on stuff that you look at yeah. or are interested in, etc., mm-hmm. etc. Et so it's kind of this vicious circle, as in you don't want to look, but you look. Algorithms on Insta are so weird. I just get weird shit recommended <laughs> yeah, to me all the time. The algorithms frustrate the life out of me because yeah. you don't actually see stuff in real time anymore. Yeah. Yeah. It's, oh, your mate did this three days ago. Okay, but why didn't I see it when it happened? It's funny you talk about like people um, recording in the gym, though. Mm-hmm. I would find it really hard to do. Like, I'm not the best coordinated of people. I feel like if I'm on a treadmill, yeah. I'll be like face over. Um, it's not going to be like an OK Go video. That's all I'm going to say. Have it's going to be a nightmare. Have you seen any of my Insta videos? I've seen <laughs> You did one. You're a nice example of them. Yeah, you do good. You did one for um, MTV. Yes. Yeah. 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 How did you get involved with that? So they literally dropped me a DM and said, would you be interested in doing this? We're working on a project and we kind of want you to film it yourself and just send us everything and we'll edit it into this awesomeness. And I kind of said to them, okay, cool, I can do that. But the problem is I'll be in Amsterdam doing some bits and pieces so is it cool if I kind of film some of it there? And they were like, yeah. I said, okay, cool. So I literally went to Amsterdam and after reading through the brief, I was not worried, but I was like, oh, what am I going to do? I need to do this. I need mm-hmm. to do that. And I was like, do you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to do it how I always do it, <laughs> yeah. which is just be me and yeah. be ridiculous. Mm-hmm. And lots and lots of people have come back and said it's so natural and mm-hmm. engaging and silly And that is literally how I view fitness. Mm -hmm. If I am not having fun, not why am I doing it, Mm -hmm. but if I'm not having fun, like, what's what's the point? Mm. So everything that I do in the gym is fun. And even Mm. though maybe from time to time, whilst I'm doing it, it may not seem like fun. If Mm. I'm lifting a weight that I should not be lifting, Mm -hmm. when I'm at home, I'll be smiling about it. But at that particular point in time, I'm like, <laughs> no, don't put it down. So I get mad competitive. 
I get like uh, I get mega competitive, and with with actually what mean? with so, no with your boyfriend, <laughs> oh. I got into a competition with him uh, accidentally. So we had we had Fitbit. So mm-hmm. I was like, yeah, I was like, great, I'm gonna slam the steps. <laughs> I'm gonna get more than the 10k NHS average every day. It got it got ridiculous, and I was <laughs> just like, wash my hands. I'm uh, seriously, it got to the point when it was so bad. I was like, yes, I'm gonna beat I'm gonna beat her boyfriend that we both. What was that the video? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not physically beat him. Mm. No. Um, that I got, he's uh, no longer with us. No, no, he's, he's fine. Um, no, we've got Fitbits, and I think I walked in one of my lunch hours like two miles up the canal to Mile End mm. just so I'd get over his steps, and he still beat me. Wow. You were, but you do you both? think he was doing the same thing? Yes. He was on the other side of the canal. Mm. <laughs> so, Watching you. Come on. <laughs> go, go. Yeah. Well, I guess it got you moving. But that's true. This is my point, is it's funny. Like, there's little kind of things which um, are fun or, like, little competitive stuff. And something as simple as, like, yeah, doing, like, a steps steps competition with a mate. It's quite a good way Going to get moving. Going to a moving. steps concert. Going to a steps concert. That's my best thing I could well, do. Did you do... So in this journey of you, become, you sort of saying goodbye to your old career as such and going mm-hmm. into all these cool ventures, did you study at all? Did you go back and do, like any courses um, in fitness or anything like that? No, did you? because I had spent the last couple of years doing, I guess, all of, not all of the courses, but my girlfriend nowadays, she always takes the mickey out of me. She's like, you've got a qualification in that, haven't you? <laughs> like, what do you mean? Because I've got like a, a basketball, football, table tennis, uh, road tennis, uh, handball. I've got all of these really <laughs> random frisbee. qualifications. Yeah, like There's frisbee. Great qualifications. And she's like, what, what, "Why have you even got that? Who do you teach that to?" Oh, um, you teach it to us right yeah, now. Yeah, that'd be cool. Let's go. I've got the handball. I don't even know what handball is. So, yeah, but oh, yeah, you can't see me. <laughs> it's okay. what, describe, what describe what's happening? So it's a ball around my hand width okay and it's kind of it's like dodgeball dodgeball mm. but instead of dodging imagine the same rules for say football or basketball combined ah, yeah. so it's like you want to get hit with the ball no <laughs> no you don't you don't want to get like, hit with get the ball get me I'm here so just imagine football but instead of uh, feet to you feet you just hold it with your hands yeah you just hold it I'm into and that. throw Ah. Yeah, lots of moving about. We should do that. Do well, that. We're gonna go. We're gonna go to. Oh yeah, class. you're coming to our class, yeah, yeah, Ministry coming. and one London. Great, yeah. You're so what's next for you? What's next for me? I am currently working with my Trap Mafia team and also Nike on something called Get Paid, which is a when you break it all down, it's a bursary scheme for young gifted athletes that I guess either haven't been picked up or they don't even know they're awesome yet. But to, I guess, the the people that are listening or to the streets, it's something called Get Paid. And how it works is young people between the ages of 16 and 26, they enter in teams of anywhere between four and kind of six. And all we're trying to do is change the way that running is viewed by normal everyday people. Because there are loads of young people and old people out there who don't participate in running because from their point of view, it's not cool. And yeah, that's terrible. But if you want to engage these young people, Mm -hmm. get them fit, 
then we got to make running cool. Mm-hmm. Um, so in essence, I guess that's what we're trying to do. So we're trying to take running to spaces where they are not. Um, mm-hmm. So we've had a couple of events so far. We had one in a car park in Kensington, which was awesome. We had one at a go-kart track in Mile End. And the third one that we had was a few weeks ago. We basically took over Wembley Football Stadium, all of their underground tunnels. Wow. It was awesome. That sounds I, amazing. Yeah, like what blew my mind away, obviously everyone participating, mm-hmm. but walking out of Wembley Park train station and seeing the brand that you and your friends have spent the last three or four years creating or curating with the assistance of awesome creatives, just blown up on the side of the biggest stadium mm-hmm. in, in London. I was like, Oh my god, this Damn. is insane! That must be so surreal to yeah, see what it's you've been working crazy. on. Crazy! Oh, you've done so well. That's yeah. so cool. Thank you. You're and genuinely, then... you're such an inspiration. <laughs> no, seriously, like, I'm not approaching. <laughs> like listening to you, I'm like, Thank you. I want to be better. <laughs> I just want to do more. You are right. Thanks, um, thanks. But it was cool just watching all of those young people running around, and you wouldn't normally see all of them together mm-hmm. just being awesome like that. And what's even better about it is. Nike are behind us. Mm-hmm. We were able to give each winner of a race £20 in cash in our Track Mafia or Monopoly money. And then the winning team, the winning all-male team, got £1,000 cash split between them. The winning mixed team um, got £1,000 split between them. But we didn't have a all-female team. And this is what we're pumping and pushing for mm. next time. So that money's out there in a location that we cannot reveal yet. But it's going to be amazing. If people are like listening and they're like, they're really inspired by this, they want to come out and find you guys and get in touch. Like, where can they do that? You guys on social? Like, um, so involved? on social, you can follow myself. I'm a bit beefy. Um, and then Track Mafia is Track Mafia underscore. The website is trackmafia.co.uk, but similar stuff to, to our Insta. <laughs> uh, we run a little paper called The Black Print that comes out from time to time. <laughs> yes, just hit up. Hit us up on social. If you want to drop us an email, it's info at trapmafia.co.uk and we'll tell you all about the awesome stuff we do. We want you to get involved. We want you to get fit. We want you to smile. Nice. And yeah, genuinely, we're not just saying this, but Corey is a super chill guy. So if you're listening to this, I'm sure you can hear anyway. Uh, just go and yeah, just go and drop him a line. He'll go and chat you through. And as you see, he's inspired us. I want to chat to you about your name. How did Bit Beefy come about? Um, so Bit Beefy started in school, but it kind of went through lots and lots of different changes. I was originally called Steakhead um, because... I am this size now, imagine me at 15 years old, this kind of wiry boy, but with the same size head, so I had a massive head. So basically (laughs) used to call me Steakhead, and then it was kind of Beefhead, and then it just stuck as beef. So in my neighbourhood, whether it's on the street or in school, everyone just knew me as Beef. And then when I kind of started running and started to lose a little bit of weight, someone said to me, oh, you're a bit beefy, aren't you? And I was oh, like, oh, That's the name, that's the name. I but feel like I'd that. be like, a bit lanky. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be me. <laughs> um, so yeah, so now I'm a bit beefy and now people are now trying to change it again and be like, oh, we got to call you Slim Beef, mate, because you're losing weight. <laughs> slim Beef, nice. um, Or lack there of beef. <laughs> which, which it's is, got a ring, I like what, it. Lack there of beef. Yeah. Rolls off the tongue, doesn't it? <laughs> um, yeah, so that's how the the name came about. 
Yeah, it's been an awesome little journey. I wouldn't be able to do any of these things without my friends, without the missus and without the community. So anyone who is either on a journey or on a similar journey to me or they don't even know that they want to start this journey, you need people with you. You need people who surround you, who are positive, who are not negative, who are going to help you become the person that you want to become, even though you don't even know that you want to become that person yet. I think Will Smith, who recently got an Instagram, who's been inspiring everyone, yeah. I think he said it, you need people who are going to fan your flame. And that is what you need. Yeah. Like People who want to like chuck water on your flame or moan about its height, get rid of them. Mm. Yeah, nice. God, my God, I'm so inspired. All oh, right, God, I'm going to follow oh, this. I want to go well. play handball. Okay, in a minute. Let's get the ball first and yeah. the tracksuit and then we'll be going. Oh. Bit beefy, thank you so much for coming on. You are no, such a dude. thank you for having me. No, thank you. seriously, you're, genuinely, your story is absolutely amazing and it's been such a pleasure yeah. to have you on and come chat to us. And um, you're welcome back anytime you want. Thank you, <laughs> yeah go check him out um as you said track mafia bit beefy get paid all of those things on social uh come see us we're going to be on insta going to Corey's cast yes and giving it a go and um looking fantastic and hilarious in sparkly leggings and hilarious and yeah. hilarious i've already said that i'll say it again yeah. um but yeah seriously come check us out we'll see you for the next episode and in the meantime stay beefy stay beefy <laughs> bye if you enjoyed that and you want to hear more then help us out and comment rate subscribe on itunes and just let us know what you thought and please if you did like it please help us out by commenting rating or <laughs> subscribing you can also listen by the acast website or on the app and you can find us at podcast goals on social media so we're on instagram twitter and facebook all of the socials all of them well not all of them most of them three of them <laughs> But if you are on barely any of these social channels, that's our way. <laughs> so drop us a line. We'd love to hear from you guys. And we're looking forward to seeing you next week. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Baby, come back. I'm going to keep that in. Can I do that again? I'll do that again. Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners are odd shapes. Flat rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rust-Oleum. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.